Pets Are Life with Brent and Jeff. Brought to you by a grant from the Chief. This is the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. Thank you, Strong Bad. If you guys are all fans of HomestarRunner.com, it's so old school, but I'm bringing it back. I am bringing it back. That guy's funny. Yeah. That's like how many years ago that I that was popular? Four or five years ago. It's time to bring anyway, it back. We're just catching up. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to The Altar Life with Brett and Jeff. We're excited. Installment number four of our Psalm series. And this is like one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible, Psalm 19. Um, it's always been something I've clicked with. I've just gotten a lot out of over over the years, and I'm excited to dig into it tonight on the altar life. And also, Jeff just really excited about all the music we've got coming yeah. up. We got lots of great music. Mainstay, Decipher Down, Nevertheless, Addison Road, Family Force Five. Whoa, I'm tearing it up tonight. Also, want to celebrate a little bit of a milestone: 150th episode, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. That's amazing, and we're very happy about that. Hopefully we got another 150 in us. This evening, Psalm 19, let's dig right in. We've got some good stuff. I know, we flew through 50 verses last week. This, this episode only has 14. I mean, this Psalm only has 14, so we can really chunk it out yeah. and chew on it. Chew on it like we chew on Twizzlers and Sour Patch Kids <laughs> on our microphones. We got a violation from the FCC for that, actually. People said it was gross. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, they were like in plates. <laughs> hey, um, the heavens declare the glory of the Lord, and the firmament shows his handiwork, and day unto day utters speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. I love that because what he's doing is going to start talking about the word of God, and he's going to start talking about the truth of the word, and um, all the statutes and the commandments and the judgments of the Lord. And he starts off by saying the heavens declare the glory of the Lord. There's a message even in creation that God has, is speaking to the world. And I love it because he says, there is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Basically, every speech, every people group that's in the world, every one can experience God's word. And that, that word that he speaks to our hearts is not like English or French. He speaks a language that only we know in our hearts. And, um, you know, when God draws you, he draws you in your heart. And it's a language that you understand, even though no one's really speaking English to you. It's an amazing thing. And that's the true, That's the truth of God's word. It's, it's in our hearts. It's something that he speaks to us inside. It doesn't matter what language you speak or where you're from. Um, no matter what people group you're in, when God draws you, you understand. And um, I love that where it says their voice is not... Or where their voice is not heard, you know. It's not an out loud voice. It's one that's inside our hearts. And that's just such a cool thing to think about from God's Word's perspective. Yeah, and the creation of the world, it speaks for itself, is basically what he's saying. Like, I think that uh, it's in Romans 1 when, it's, when, it, when he talks about that everyone is without excuse because yeah. the evidence of God is all around us. So anybody that says, like, oh, well, I, I don't believe in that because blank. They come up with their reasons or whatever. They're without excuse. They have every reason to believe God, and it's surrounding us. And David's just laying it out, man. He's just saying, look around. The purity and the the power of God created all this. And when you look at it, this is what I think about. And in light of that, in light of the perfect purity of God, to be able to create pure light and pure um, just joy and fulfillment, how should I be living my life? And we want to thank you for tuning in. Part four of our Psalm series, the spotlight, the 
I always say it wrong, the spotlight of the Psalms. <laughs> and um, it's episode 150 of the Ultra Life, so we're excited about that. Um, we're talking about Psalm 19, and uh, David lays out how perfect God is and how powerful he is. And then he begins to to break down why, <laughs> essentially. And he's saying, here's all the different aspects of God and why we should live in light of all these things. He starts with, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. You, just, you could just sit right there and talk for like five minutes <laughs> or more. God's law is perfect and it converts the soul. What would you need? What kind of soul would you need converting? A wicked, wicked soul like we all have. <laughs> but it's the law of the Lord. It's God's law, his word. It speaks and cries out to us and says, you need to get right. You're listening to The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Break Free, Decipher Down, and just keeping going from where you left off last time, Jeff. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. And I love the testimony. I think about that. It's the actual story of the Lord. You know, his, his story is sure, and you can take it to the bank. It's reliable. It's completely... It's completely um, reliable in the sense that you can count on it to be true. And it makes wise the simple. Um, you don't have to be super intelligent. You don't have to be a rocket rocket scientist. Uh, right. you know, it's not rocket whatever. surgery. Right. <laughs> or brain scientist. Or yeah. you, um, you don't have to be super, super smart to get it. Um, you don't even have to be literate. <laughs> because it's all something that's in a in a language that we were born to understand inside of our hearts, which is an awesome thing. Yeah, I, making wise simple. I feel like we spend so much time trying to fill our heads up with useless knowledge. Like I have, I am a fountain of useless knowledge. Like I just, it's terrible. I wish I could make more room in my brain for the good things. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. I wish I could just like hit a, you know, defragment, <laughs> run defrag on my brain and. You know, what do they do? Squash all the stuff together so that there's more room for more things, basically. And you clean up all the nice. the cookies. <laughs> I probably got a lot of dusty cookies up in my head. <laughs> or at least a lot of thoughts about cookies. Um, but, cookies. Uh, you know, I, I don't consider myself very wise very often. And the, the fact that he says, by examining God's testimony, his word. You know, David uses a lot of different words for God's word. Testimony, statutes, law. You know, word. He uses tons of different things, commandments, and um, he says, "You will be if you if you need knowledge, you will get it by getting God's word, getting into God's word." I'm convinced that the more we study God's word, we actually become more intelligent because our minds are opened up to what God really means to the real truth of the matter, not the world's truth, not the truth that is not absolute, the absolute truth. God will reveal it to us. And you'll be smarter. I, I I promise you that. I'll make a guarantee that if you read <laughs> God's word, he will open up your mind and you will understand it. And you might be smarter for it. I think so. <laughs> well, if you think so, it must be true. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps going. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. And, man, it's God's word that makes our heart happy. You know, we try to fill our lives with so many things that try to make our lives happy, and they fail miserably in comparison to um, the word of God, which lightens our load, which rejoices, allows our heart to rejoice um, in him. Man, this is just a good, we're just going to keep plowing. That was Phil Wickham with Eden. I love that song. He's talking about how how things were originally created and intended to be and how amazing it is to str- and to want to long for that type of relationship with God again 
uh, the purity that was in the garden and, and just, just walking in the cool of the day, like it says. And how David's saying very much the same thing. Like, look at the way the heavens declare. Like, I want God more. And he goes on and talks about it. Be, he wants God more than gold, more than something that's so precious that men kill each other over. In heaven, it says that the streets are going to be paved with gold. You can just walk all over it. You know, and God is so much more valuable than that. And it's important for us to see that. It says the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes, opening the eyes. And, you know, taking away the dark circles, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Taking away some of the burdens and some of the distress. By listening to the commandment of the Lord and following God's commands, he he opens up doors and allows us to see clearly. And Jeff, you were talking about Eden and you were talking about creation in that past segment before the Nevertheless double play. And, um... You know, that verse, the commandment of the Lord is pure, just thinking about how God commanded the creation to exist into existence and how that was such a pure thing that he did by creating something out of nothing. And um, for Adam and Eve, when they were there before they sinned, their eyes were open to who God was. Um, They walked with him in complete fellowship. Um, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. You know, they felt clean. And what happened when they sinned? You know, they sinned and... Their eyes were clouded. They they were hiding in a bush. They were ashamed of who they were. The sin made them distant, and which is the opposite of clean and pure and yeah. and enlightening the eyes. It's the opposite of that. And um, man, by getting into His Word and understanding God's commandments, like the commandments and creation, um, the the impact of that in our lives and the impact we saw with Adam and Eve were. Um, you know the, the the cleanliness of their souls and the enlightening of their eyes and things that they could understand spiritual things um, and now with sin you know we have to come back to the Lord and we have to allow the Lord to wash us and cleanse us so that we can again see those things and see the mysteries of the Lord and um, like Paul talks about the mysteries that are in Christ we don't have the opportunity to even see those things unless we have that relationship and unless we understand the truth of God's word by his Holy Spirit and um, you like you got something to say? Yeah, I was just thinking <laughs> we were talking about that about how when Adam and Eve ate the fruit, how they their eyes were darkened, and it's interesting because the promise of the devil was if you eat of this, your eyes will be open, and that's why God doesn't want you to have it. Yeah, and that there's something in that that is enticing to us that you know I want to be able to understand, I want to see things for what they really are, and and Satan put that in front of Eve and was like. You're going to know everything. You're going to see exactly how God sees. And yeah, guess what? Their eyes were open. But what were they open to? They knew that they were naked. They had the shame and the guilt of their sin. That's what they could see now. They could see why. Their eyes were open to the fact of why God said not to eat of the fruit. You know what I mean? I think sometimes we're like, I want to like know the end and I want to know everything that's going on. And to obey the commandment of the Lord, which is pure in its very essence, that is enlightens the eyes that is what keeps us clean the fear of the lord and obeying his commandments i think that's pretty sweet how the the bible confirms itself yet again you're listening to the also life with brent and jeff all right that was barlow girl gray what is the song name and don't be gray go to thealterlife.com check out what's on there latest episodes fear I don't know, you probably, maybe you're just, uh, you know, haven't been listening to the other few psalm episodes. You can go on there and check them out and uh, get caught up and listen to the um, episode where we actually recorded live at Calvary Chapel Philly. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Um, holla. Holla. <laughs> send us an email. Say hi. Do whatever. 
Facebook us, do whatever you need to do to connect with the Ultra Life and learn about us a little bit more, and we'd be appreciative. You're unbelievable. The Ultra Life. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. All right, that was in stereo by Sky Harbor. Stereo on the radio. We're in stereo on your radio, hopefully, if you're tuning in. And it's time for our unbelievable segment. Unbelievable. This is one of those unbelievables that's just unbelievable, just ridiculous. That's right. We got a couple of different scenarios, actually. It's the overeager clapper, the person who wants to be the first one that starts the clapping and sometimes is left in the dust. And also, um, when people are singing along and they're the ones that keep the note a little bit longer than the rest, just because they want to hear how everybody to hear how good their voice is. And it's really probably the worst person that right. could be singing like it that. It always ends up being that. You're like, yeah. <laughs> and you know who we're talking about. Those those people all go to your churches. <laughs> you know, pastor says something and like they're the first ones to start clapping and they hope everyone else joins in. But there's those times where no one else joins in and they just feel kind of dumb. Yeah. Confession time here. I'm also thinking of those people that love to stand up. Nothing wrong with standing up. But you just put the pressure on me so hard to be like, all right, like everybody's like, okay, this guy stood up. I guess this is like a good moment in the song where everybody stands up on cue. Right. What I think is funny is like everybody stands up in rhythm. Like they always wait for like the chorus. And then when the chorus comes, they stand up. Yeah. And I'm I'm sitting there. My eyes are closed. If I'm singing or something like that, I open my eyes and everybody's standing up around me and I'm just sitting there. (laughs) And then I just like start clapping. (laughs) Because I'm like, I I don't know what to do. I don't know how to react. And then I hold notes longer. It just throws me off for a little. Yeah, I, it's just it's one of those weird things. Like maybe it's just for people who go to like church. I'm not sure. I don't know if it happens in any other venues, but you know, in church, a lot of times you get the <laughs> the in the awkward congregation member who just you know has the the note past the time or the clap, the being the first clap or the last clap. Yeah. Or, they didn't get the memo that going to church is not about you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I needed a memorandum for that, but <laughs> apparently there needs to be one. Memorandum. <laughs> what if you started calling everything like by its full term? Like, um, yeah, it's called a bulletin. <laughs> my my facsimile number is eight hundred abbreviations. Yeah, getting rid of abbreviations. It's pointless. Yeah, but you know, if, I'm sorry if you're one of those people that just and you're like, oh, I'm one of those clappers, but it's just because I can't clap in rhythm. Well, yeah. that's okay. You got you got to. But there are people out there that can clap fine in rhythm. And they just clap too long. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, don't be one of those guys. Don't be that guy. But it's it's actually, um, you know, a lot of times the people who don't don't mean to do it, um, their heart's in the right spot. But the people who want all the attention about themselves get a life. Go to some <laughs> other place. Church is not for that. Oh, I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. All right. That was Fight Inside by Red. Before that, you heard Investigate by Delirious to kick off the hour. And we're talking about being pure and the commandments of the Lord and our focus on God himself and how that should bring about a, a cleanliness in our lives. Not like cleanliness is next to godliness. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about godliness producing cleanliness in our lives. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, I flipped that one around on you. Cupcake. tricky. <laughs> yeah, we've just been focusing for the first hour just talking about his word and, and the description that David has here about God's word and the truth in his word and um, just proving to us how awesome it is and how it enlightens the eyes and how it brings rejoicing to the heart and it's pure and it makes the wise simple and 
you know, you get so excited about his word by reading it. You're like, wow, this is awesome. This is such good stuff. And then he follows it up with verse 10. And he says, more to be desired. These things, the judgments of the Lord, the commandments of the Lord, they're more to be desired than gold. And yea, more more than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. And uh, moreover, by them your servant is warned, and in keeping them there is great reward. Man, I am. I have to admit that I am not there a lot of times where I am. You know, my my heart is just desiring the truth of God's word over the truth of you know uh, what's that show? <laughs> just had a major blank. <laughs> America's right. Got Talent. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know. Oh man, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I got America's Got Talent. I've got. The word of God. Oh, it's such a tough choice. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, but I'm an entertaining show, but more to be desired are they than gold. Like, someone's like, hey, you could have this gold ring or you can have your Bible. Which one do you want? And so often I think I would probably choose the wrong thing. And um, we're doing Psalm 19. If you just tuned in, thank you for tuning in. This is The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. We're in the middle of a Psalm series, part four tonight in our 150th episode. And uh, we left off in verse 11 and it says, keeping God's commandments there is great reward when we do that and uh, not just the reward of having a, a joyful heart or having you know a wise mind instead of a simplistic mind or the fact that we've been converted our soul has been purified there is so much reward and he goes on and he says who can understand his errors like what what man can understand why he does the things that he does cleanse me from secret faults he asks the Lord keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins when we say oh god will forgive me i'm forgiven so i can just sin you know that we presume upon the grace of god that's it's a dangerous thing and uh, he says let them not have dominion over me and that's a that's a recurring theme in in the bible when you hear about sin is that it, it rules over you remember back in the garden or outside of the garden i guess when cain kills abel and god says you know, sin is at your door and its desire is to have you. It wants you. You know, <laughs> it's just like crazy that these sins can can bog us down and, and the fear of the Lord, that's what cleans us. A cry a crying out of purity is is what our episode is titled tonight, and David is doing that and he's just laying it out. He's like, God, in light of all these things, look at my life. What is there in my life that needs to be removed? Keep me from all these things. I want to be blameless. He says, I shall be blameless and I shall be innocent of great transgression, which we see that David has, he commits great transgression, but God still calls him a man after his own heart. And um, it's so great <laughs> to see this man crying out for cleanliness and for holiness in his own life and purity, something that we need to to have some change in our lives. You know, as you were talking, Jeff, just thinking about how Sometimes God, the the truth of God's word does not seem attractive, and I and I'm just sitting here thinking, I wonder why. You know, we we know in our minds if we really sat down and thought about it, um, we know it's true. I mean, we've heard that God's word is great. We should spend more time in God's word. We feel like we feel like that's just been a theme in our lives. If you grew up in Sunday school, you know that's what we've been taught. And um, but yet we're so easy to be distracted. And I think about the hymn that says, "So prone to wander." You know, we're, we are prone to, our flesh is prone to just start desiring things that aren't the Lord's. And, um, you know, it's our flesh. It's that struggle that we have. And, um, you know, thinking about to last week, you know, our rock, our deliverer, you know, the enemy would love to have us be distracted, but our rock is the one that can save us and bring us back to the truth. 
and um, that's a good thing to th- to keep in mind. And um, as we we wrap up the chapter here, yeah, we have a couple more songs to play for you, so stick around. Um, when he's talking about cleansing himself from secret faults, keep me back. I want to be blameless. I shall be blameless. He says to be able to make that statement, he knows he understands what God can do for him. This is also the same person that wrote, how can a young man cleanse his way by keeping the word of God? He knows what it takes. We all know what it takes. I always say like, God, like keep struggling in this area. Like what can I do? And God's like, you know what you can do. I've told you a thousand times what you can do. He doesn't have that tone of voice. I'm just kidding. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, I know what I should be doing. I just don't do it. Well then why not? You know, it's like, if we want, if we call out for purity and we say we want purity, why don't we have it? It's because we lack the desire of wanting it more than gold, wanting it more than sweet honey. We don't want it that much. We want it, eh, you know, we want it oh so much, unless it gets in the way of our ultimate pleasure or our happiness in the material world that we live in, in our day-to-day living. And uh, I think that's when David gets to the point where he's like, I want this more than gold. He had it. He had it all. When he was king, he had everything that anybody would desire. And he's like, no, not enough. I want this. This is what I want. He was crying out, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> I thought about two verses I were talking. One was, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, it's it's ingest him. <laughs> ingest the word of God. And also the verse that says, hot. I hide your word in my heart that I may not sin against thee. You know, there's a direct relationship, as Jeff said, between the word of God and it being inside of us and it being something that we ingest and we meditate on. And, um, you know, we think about it. We let it wash over us. That is that the cleansing of the water of the word. It's that cleansing that the word just purifies us. It washes us clean. Um, And like Jeff said, you know, it's the desire of our hearts that really that really is is so prone to wander and you know our prayer my challenge our challenge tonight you know just kind of as we're reading this is lord let the word of god wash over us to the point where um you have keep you're keeping us innocent from the transgression that we have and um we got a couple more songs for you before we wrap up tonight we got shane and shane to close out the night chris sly and toby mack coming up in the next segment and uh a great saying that i've heard many times and it, it doesn't doesn't lose its validity at all is in reference to the Bible, this book will keep you from sin, but sin will keep you from this book. If you're living in sin, and believe me, I've been there, you're not going to want to read the Bible. And when you do, it's dry, it's tasteless, it's just like, eh, I'm just, what is this? You know, it doesn't have that freshness. And it's hard to desire it when someone's offering you gold or someone's offering you honey. And uh, But when you get into it, when you sacrifice and you relinquish the hold that you have on the sin and you begin to feast on the word of God it cleanses you it cleans you out like Brent was saying it washes you clean that's what David is realizing that's what we all need to realize last segment before we close out with a song tonight and I just you know David closes out the song by saying let the words of my mouth it's his prayer it's his resolution to this whole thing let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight And the last part is so important. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. You know, it's his strength. He can't do it upon himself, and he can't redeem his heart from the sin that he has. It's the Lord's job, and it's having that relationship with the Lord that allows us to do that. And I love his prayer. It's so genuine because he just went through realizing 
and confessing his sin and praying for to be blameless and he just says may the words that i say and the things that i think about in my heart be acceptable unto you and um you know as we leave tonight and as we close up shop for another week you know may that be our prayer and um also just want to say and, sh- and throw out you know if you don't know christ and you don't have a relationship with the lord you can do that tonight by just asking him to forgive you of your sin and to cleanse you um, and to wash you clean and to be your Lord and Savior. And it's just simply coming to him and offering yourself to him and letting him wash you and get into his word. Read his word because that's what ultimately is going to draw you to himself. God is the, Jesus is the word of God. Yeah, I mean, if, if we were to see every word that we spoke on a day-to-day basis in black and white, or if we were to see the meditations of our heart on YouTube, <laughs> you know, I think we would be disgusted and crying out and repenting to the Lord. Let's do it without all those things happening until next week. Be cool cats. Live for Christ.